It's Monday, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Kobioz, with a cover of Rav Shlomo Kalbach's Chemdat Yamim, opens up today's edition of the Israel Show. Welcome one and all. We are here each and every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM, 9 AM Eastern Time, 3 PM Israel Time right now, usually 4 PM, and until Israel changes the clock, it'll be 3 PM, six hour difference. Uh, we are... Um, one day before the elections in Israel, and one thing that unites, I believe, everybody in Israel, right and left, across the spectrum, is that they cannot wait until Wednesday when the elections will be over. Uh, elections are, are just dirty politics, really. It's uh, sad to see how much hatred is spewed during this short period of time. And if you contrast it to this past summer, not that long ago, when the country was united, amazingly united, by the unfortunate kidnapping and murder of the three young men, and then by the military operation in Aza, it was palpable, the unity, 
and here it is, not not even a year later, and the animus and the anger, the hatred is so profound. It's sad because the truth is, it is on some level a manufactured hatred. The parties need to show why they are different than the other party. They have to distinguish themselves. And how do you do that? In most cases, you don't say, here is why I'm great. You say, here is why I'm great, and here is why this other guy is horrific and terrible and horrible and don't vote for him. And that's, I guess, part of the game of democracy, but it's very sad. We will discuss the elections, different aspects of it. We'll talk a little bit about the... um, Huge rallies that took place over this weekend and last weekend, one for the left and one for the right wing in Israel. And um, other aspects of Election Day that is upcoming in Israel tomorrow. I remind you that tomorrow at um, when the polls close in Israel, that's 10 p.m. Israel time, and that is um, 4 p.m. Eastern time, uh, Nachum Siegel and I will have an election analysis that could be heard on the stream on the Nachum Siegel network via NachumSiegel.com or the app, of course, uh, which is available free through the uh, I, uh, iTunes store or the Android store. Just look for Nachum Siegel network. We are debuting a new song, part of an album called Sama. The album is a collection of songs of Chabad, Chabad Nigunim, that are being re-recorded, reinterpreted by contemporary Israeli artists. This is the first one of them, Yishai Rebo with Darkecha, debuting on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Sheribau, part of the uh, Tsama collection, album that's going to be coming out soon, Songs of Chabad, that are being reinterpreted and re-recorded by contemporary Israeli artists. Among those contributing to this, really cool, Evya Tarbanai, Avram Fried, Aaron Razel, Erez Levari, Ariel Zilber, Barry Sacher, Avishai Ribo, who we just heard, Akiva Turjaman, Shuli Rand, and Shai Tzabari. We have uh, the Shuli Rand cut has also been released, and uh, maybe we'll play it next week uh, on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thank you so much for tuning in, making us a part of your day. And uh, if you're listening to us today, as we are live every Monday, then uh, it's an appropriate day for me to wish a happy birthday to one of our listeners. Actually, two are celebrating. One is celebrating birthday today. Uri Lahav, happy birthday to you. Great friend and listener and Saul Lieberman celebrated one over the weekend. Happy birthday to you. Also a wonderful friend, wonderful listener, always with great feedback, both of you. And we uh, greatly appreciate your friendship and your listenership. Um, so, what goes on in Israel tomorrow? It's election day. First of all, one of the major differences between election day in Israel and election day in America is that in Israel, it's a day off. It's a legal holiday, and everybody gets off, which to me is just amazing. The polls are open until 10 o'clock at night. In the United States, where in most places, most states, the polls are open until 9, you don't get a day off. Your employer needs to give you time to go to vote if you wouldn't be able to otherwise. But most people go either before they go to work or after they come back from work or during lunch break or whatever. In Israel, everybody's off. And still you would think (laughs) that the percentage of voters is huge, the turnout. And the truth is it keeps going down, probably because more and more Israelis just are, are, are very fed up with politics and with the system, and they feel that no matter who they vote for, things aren't going to get better, which isn't true, because if they look at it from the bigger perspective, things get better there all the time. I mean, if you just look at the economic perspective, the economy in Israel is great. doesn't mean there aren't poor people. But the economy in Israel is great. It's, it, it, when, when the whole world was going through an economic disaster, Israel actually held up very well. But it's hard to see it. It's hard to see it when you go through the day-to-day. Anyway, what's interesting with this issue of uh, a day off, and this wasn't always so. This is a somewhat recent event, that uh, recent um, law that Election Day in Israel is a day of vacation. So the question now is, voting, is that a right or is that an obligation? Right? I think in the United States it's clear many, many of the great rabbinic Decisors, Postkim, Moshe Feinstein and others said that it is a mitzvah. It's an obligation to vote. Well, if it's an obligation to vote, then not voting maybe should carry a punishment. And in fact, this was shocking to me, in certain countries in Europe, you get fined. There is a monetary penalty for someone who didn't vote because they see voting as an obligation, especially if you're getting the day off. I mean, the economy in Israel is losing a lot of money because of this day off. It's an interesting, it's an interesting concept. Now, another thing that you find in Israel, again, laws that were enacted over, over time and are somewhat almost irrelevant at this point. You cannot publish, this one's not so bad, you can publish any polls, any surveys, any polls about the elections within four days of the voting. So this year, the last poll that was published was on Friday night. And the idea there, <coughs> excuse me, the idea there is to minimize the effect that the polls, last minute polls, might have on the um, voting public. There is no question that the polls, both in America and in Israel, I believe, are used by either party 
to influence the general public. So, for example, if the polls come out and say, oh, now BB's, BB's on the run, BB's losing, his party's sinking, well, two things might happen. One is people might say, wow, I, I don't want to vote for a loser. I, I, I'm going to vote for a winner. On the other hand, people might say, well, we got to get out and vote. Or people might say, well, it's lost. BB lost. Doesn't make a difference anymore. I'm not going to go to vote. All these influences that the polls have. And there was an article last week in Israel that I saw about how the polls are really slanted. Because the pollsters have a tremendous say and the final outcome. Now, you might say, that's crazy. How could the pollsters have a final say? Because if you remember, we discussed the system of voting in Israel and the um, division of the Knesset seats. You take the total number of people that voted and you divide it by the number of Knesset seats. The percentage uh, that the party gets then becomes the percentage of Knesset seats that they get. So if a party got 20% of the vote, they get 20% of the seats. But inevitably, every party... Uh, let's put it this way. Inevitably, no party will get an exactly the right even amount of uh, votes to translate to a, to a, a seat. There's always going to be a residual, right? So if if the count for one, getting one seat in the Knesset is, let's say, 35,000 votes, just taking a, picking a number out of a hat, and the party gets 45,000 votes or 50,000 votes, Right? So then there's a number of votes left over. Yes, I know they need four and so forth. We're just doing this as an example. The bottom line is there's always going to be a remainder, what we call in division, the remainder. And that, that amounts to tens of thousands of votes. What happens to those votes? In the polls, in the polling, the pollster actually divides up those seats, those votes, into the parties that they believe that will get those uh, get those numbers, which is a bit crazy. In some of the polls, you see that the reason that the Labour Party, Herzog's party, is leading by Netanyahu's party, let's say, by four seats, is because the pollster added two seats. It, it's really nuts. But again, it's part of what the media does, both in America and in Israel. The... the um, Influence the role of the media in the elections is way, way, way strong. And um, I, I think to a great extent stronger than we can imagine and then that we want to believe. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that coming up, the role of the media. The um, two big demonstrations that took place in Israel, one took place yesterday, the right-wing demonstration. The left-wing took place a week ago on Motzei Shabbat. We'll tell you about all that and more coming up. This is a brand new song by Chaim Ben Shimol, and it's called Hachitov Po Ba'aretz. There's some cute words here. The best, the best place to be is here. And um, <laughs> the, the refrain is Hachitov Po Ba'aretz, Sheesh Lanu The best thing about being in Israel is that we have it's outside of Israel, to run away just a little and, and breathe a little, but always to come back. So, I think it's a cute one. And uh, we're debuting it here on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. Shalom, <laughs> Let's 
I'm Ben Shimaol with a brand new um, song, Hachitov Po Ba'aretz. It's one of a number of songs that came out recently, I think just before the elections, is sort of like a, um, what would you call them, protest songs maybe or so. <clears throat> you tuned to the Israel Shand, the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thank you so much for tuning in, making us a part of your day, wherever you are, whatever day it is. Um, we call your attention to the fact that uh, links to, uh, I believe all the songs, or almost all the songs that we play during the show, are posted later on today on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show, and we'll also post, as we do, usually interesting articles and information that we think will interest you, and as we get closer to the elections, we'll probably post information about that. There will be a um, election special on the Nachum Siegel Network, on Tuesday, Election Day in Israel at 10 p.m. Israel time, 4 p.m. in the uh, east, on the East Coast. Uh, tune in. Another um, JM in the AM reference that we'd like to bring to you. Uh, JM in the AM finished today's marathon total with a little over $87,000. We thank everybody, and I personally want to thank you. I know it's sort of not exactly personal when I do it over the uh, the air, but um, please accept it as a personal thanks to the many who donated in uh, honor of the Israel show. It is very, very gratifying and very much appreciated, and uh, we will do our best to make this show as good as, as it could possibly be and uh, strive for excellence so that we continue to have your support and um and and gain your trust. Uh if you um have not yet contributed to the JMDAM marathon, the JMDAM is the um flagship show of the Nachum Siegel Network. Without it and without WFMU the Nachum Siegel Network couldn't really exist on its own at this point and wouldn't have been able to be started. So all of the shows that you listen to on the Nachum Siegel Network, we are all uh, indebted to and part of JM and the AM in a sense. Your support is critical. You can donate by going to NachumSiegel.com and clicking on the link on top of the um, of the page. We also have posted a link on the Facebook page of the Israel Show where you can donate and we'll continue to do so. Um, I will be in the JMDM studio both tomorrow and, God willing, on Thursday, announcing pledges. If you um, would like to pledge in honor of the show, in honor of the Israel show, or in honor of anything else, um, 
tomorrow would be even a better day than Thursday because as it gets closer to the end, it gets really wild. Uh, please feel free to do so. Uh, six to nine at uh, JM in the AM. We appreciate it, and it couldn't happen without all the listeners who contribute. Thank you all so much for doing so. We're talking about the elections in Israel. Yesterday, there was a uh, huge rally, and it was sponsored by all the right wing. There was not. It was not a. Um, uh, originally, it wasn't supposed to be a political rally at all. It was more of a just supporting those who support the right wing in Israel, support Eretz Israel, and so forth. Um, at the end, because Prime Minister Netanyahu is getting quite worried based on, I guess, all the polls, that uh, he might end up losing control of the government, he came and spoke, and he gave a rousing speech. He stood in front of a uh, a bulletproof glass enclosure. It's, it's pretty sad that that's the, what we've reached, but if you remember, it was in that very same Kikar Machai Israel, which is now called Kikar Rabin, Rabin Square, where Yitzhak Rabin was murdered. So uh, I, th- I believe also they said this is the first time that a prime minister has publicly spoken there since. So uh, the security was immense. And the crowd was immense. They have pictures. There's one picture that someone took from a, a plane or a blimp, and you see the masses and masses of people. Clearly, clearly tens and tens and tens of thousands. And uh, yet again, the media in Israel does its thing. So uh, Ynet and the Yidiot Achronot and others said, oh, there were 13,000, 15,000, 20,000, while uh, Israel News Channel 1 and, and others who are more on the right were speaking more about 100,000 people. And as they say, if there were... 80,000 people last week on the left, there definitely were 80,000 or 100,000 people on the right. But then again, go tell it to the media. So um, one of the things that I found very interesting, and we posted a picture of it yesterday, um, the, the election commission in Israel has say over a lot who can run and who can't run and and things like that, and all the rules and regulations and so forth. So, Amir Benayun, who we've played here many times, a singer and composer, very popular in Israel, was supposed to perform last night. Well, they decided, the election commission did, that because it is a political rally, Amir Benayun cannot perform and sing. I, I don't get that exactly. I'm sure that's um, part of some law somewhere. Well, it was a last-minute thing, and so Naftali Bennett, head of the UD party, did something very cute, a big gamble, big risk, but he was gutsy. He's a gutsy guy. He said, well, if the election committee says we can't have a singer, so I'll sing. And he pulled out a guitar, <laughs> and he started playing Yerushalayim Shel Zahav, and it was amazing because the this entire crowd, tens and tens of thousands of people were all singing together. And you can hear as he took a break here and there in his singing and he just strummed the guitar, you can hear the crowd shouting the song. It's just, it was amazing. It was an amazing moment. And it's, it is risky because... You know, he could make quite a fool of himself if he if he uh, didn't do it right, if it didn't come off right. But it did. I thought it was very effective, and it was very nice. And it, and and the the idea behind it of saying, you know what, we can't have professional singers here. We're going to sing ourselves. That was pretty pretty cool. Um, coming up after the next number, we're going to tell you about the left. Wing um, demonstration took place a week before. Very controversial, as often happens. So stay tuned. Stay here with us. We'll tell you all about it. Uh, before that, we're going to break for a song. But bef- even before that, we're going to tell you that the Israel Show is sponsored 
and very proudly so, by Nefesh Benefesh. They're having their big mega events. They had it yesterday. Nachum Siegel was there and broadcast from there in New York. Their mega events around North America. Take a look on their website for uh, more details and information about where they're going to be. Nefesh Benefesh, nbn.org.il. They are totally devoted to helping us make Aliyah. Helping us go home to the place that we belong. So that in the next election, maybe we could vote. They help with uh, needs-based financial aid, employment resources. They assist you through the government bureaucracies. They've lessened the government bureaucracies tremendously. Their charter flights are legendary. If you haven't seen it, go on to their website and take a look at one of the videos of their charter flights. An entire plane filled of Olim, filled with Olim, coming to Israel and the excitement and the hundreds of people that are on the Israeli side waiting for them and cheering. It's just beautiful. It really is. It's, it's, it, they have revolutionized, literally revolutionized Aliyah from the United States. So take a look at their website, nbn.org.il. The Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. Here is Arik Sinai with Yeled Yarok. Really beautiful, beautiful song. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. love that. It's so beautiful. Arik Yeled Yarok. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Thank you so much for joining us, making us a part of your day. Election Day in Israel tomorrow, Tuesday, March the 17th, Chaf Vav Adar, Tafshin Ayin Hay. There is a small I'm going to use the word handful. Kometz in Hebrew. 
In modern Hebrew, kometz means a handful. Small, a small number of people, if you will. And, uh, we have the word back in the days already of, uh, of Chazal. I wonder if it's in, uh, in Tanakh as well. It might be, but yeah, I think it is. Where the Kohen takes a handful of the, um, spices and so forth. Just takes with his fingers, kometz. And that's the uh, modern Hebrew word, kometz. Anyway, the left wing, a small part of the left wing, always ends up falling into a trap. And the reason is because, quite frankly, they think that the country of, the, the, the country belongs to them. Because, who are you, the religious, or who are you, Sephardic, or who are you, X, to tell us what to do? This is our country. We founded it. We started it. We're the, you know, northern Tel Aviv, Ashkenazic, irreligious elite. The country belongs to us. It's hard to imagine that there is actually a small group of people that believe that. But this goes back, this left-wing attitude goes back to the first election where the labor lost. That was 1977 when Menachem Begin was elected. And famously, Yitzhak Ben Aharon, one of the labor leaders and Knesset members, said with all due respect to the decision of the people I am not ready to accept it the funny thing that's the quote most people remember a different misquote if this is the people's choice, then we got to change the people. Because it can't be. It can't be that they voted in Menachem Begin, who we hate. Yitzhak Ben Aharon, a labor leader, said the night of the elections of 1977. And this, by the way, was the first time ever that another party, other than the labor party, won an election in Israel after the Yom Kippur War, which was such a terrible disaster. And yet, that's the way some on the left see it. This is our country. It belongs to us. Who are you? Who are you to take it away from us? Happened again. In the uh, second Begin election, the comedian Dudu Topaz got up in front of the the um, labor mass rally two days or three days before the elections and said, I look out on the crowd and I see the fighters and I see the commanders. Who are they? The ones who are going to be here tomorrow night, meaning the Likud, followers of Menachem Begin at the time. They are the Shin Gimling. They're the guys who 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 stand Guard, have guard duty. They're not the real fighters. And then he used the word, chachachim, which is a pejorative word usually used about Spartan. Well, Menachem Begin knew how to utilize that. One of the most famous speeches that he gave, election speeches, he ripped, <laughs> he ripped apart Dudu Topaz and the left and, and their elitist attitudes some say that helped him win the election and uh, last week they just keep falling into this ditch so to speak last week Yair Garbuz most of you probably never heard of him he is a uh, an artist and a writer a publicist he got up and he gave a speech which is Quite frankly, parts of it are shocking. 
he spoke about how comets, a handful, and yes, it does appear in the Torah, the Kamatsa Kohen and so forth, looked it up while we were here, um, a handful of terrible different factions have taken over the country. And he spoke about why is it that we're told it's only a handful of people that are corrupt and it's only a handful of the police that are corrupt. But then he said, and there's a handful of people who kissed Kameot. These are Kabbalists who give out Kameot, their uh, amulets. Ovdeha Elilim, idol worshippers, and he's calling those who who believe in the Kameot, idol worshippers, Umishtachavim, Umishtachim al Kivrei Kedoshim, those who who prostrate themselves, who bow, in a sense, who daven at holy graves. And then he says, Im kol eiler ha-kometz, if these are just a handful, Erze shahakometz sholet banu. Erze shebe'en margishu ve'en mafria, hu ha-kometz na'aselerov. How could it be that this handful they rule over us. How could it be that while we weren't watching and nobody was stopping them, the handful of all these terrible people became the majority? Yeah. Because Yair Garbuz, Yair Garbuz really has that uppity feeling. The country belongs to us. Dashkenazim, the elite, the irreligious, the Anshei Ruach. Not to you, the simple people. Now, I'm not a big fan, personally, quite frankly, of uh, amulets. And I'm not a big fan of um, going to graves. It's a big machloket. Rambam and others are against it. There are many for it. But it's become very popular in our time. But to talk about people who do that with such disdain and hatred really tells you a lot about the person and and about parts of the left in Israel. I don't know if it will affect the outcome of the election, but it, it might. It just might. The media definitely will affect the outcome. The media in Israel is so anti-Bibi Netanyahu, it's beyond comprehension. Today, the day before the elections, Ynet, Yediora Chronot's website, news website, which is the most popular news website, Hebrew news website in Israel, has the front most picture and headline on their website about who is Buzi Herzog, who is the leader of the Labor Party. They have a picture of his grandfather, of his father and of him, the three generations. His grandfather was the chief rabbi of Israel. Rav Yitzhak Isaac Halevi Herzog was, on a personal note, he was chief rabbi at the same time as my great-grandfather, my mother's grandfather. Harav Ben-Zion Meir Chai Uziel was the Sephardic chief rabbi. Rav Herzog was the Ashkenazic chief rabbi. His father, Yitzhak Herzog's father, was Chaim Herzog, was a general was President of Israel. And Yitzhak Herzog, as if he was born to be the leader of the country. It's so obvious. I don't know. Sometimes I think that people will get so angry at the media, they'll just say, you know what, just to show you, I'm not going to listen. I don't know. But it it, it is pervasive in the media, especially in Yediyodah Chronot, which has the most popular newspaper, most popular website. They just hate the man. They hate Bibi Netanyahu and they want him out at any cost. We're going to play for you something uh, something cool, I believe. There is a uh, a group in Israel. They are called, let's see, I had it here one second ago. Hmm, lost it. Um, the Gimzu Band, I believe it is called. Um, the Gimzu Blues Band, there we go. The Gimzu 
blues band. And they've put to music several agaditas from the Gemara. On Purim at JMDM we played the story of Rabbi and Rabbi Zera. And another one, another Gemara agadita that they put to music was the ballad on Rav Rahumi and his wife. And they tell the story and then they sing the Gemara. It's, it's a very cool concept. But I want to tie it into the elections because when this Knesset was elected, which was about a year and a half ago, and uh, Yair Lapid's party was the big star of the election, Yesh Atid, Ruth Calderon was one of the Knesset members on the Yesh Atid party. She is a, a, a secular professor of Talmud. Is very fascinating woman. And in her inaugural speech at the Knesset, she told the story. She pulled out a Gemara and she said, I want to, instead of just making a speech, I want to share with you some of the beauty of the Jewish sources that we all, that we all are attached to, whether we are secular or religious. And she pulled out a Gemara and she learned, together with the Knesset members, the story of Rav Rechumi and his wife. I, I remember at the time being totally captivated by her and, uh, and that, uh, and that concept. And, uh, so, this, that's the way she opened her Knesset membership. I don't know if she'll be continuing in the coming Knesset, but as we are in front, just before the new Knesset election, we're gonna play for you the Balada, the Gimzu Blues Band, the Balada, the Ballad of Rav Rahumian, his wife, and we'll open it, we'll put in the mix just a little bit of the Chaverata Knesset, Dr. Ruth Calderon's speech. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. כיהד הרב רחומי, הווה שכיח כמי דרבה במחוזה. הווה רגיל, נהוואת הלוויתי כל מעלה יום הדחיפורי. יום אחד, משכתי שמעתה. הווה מסחיה דבית הוא. השתעתי, השתעתי, לעתה. חלש דעתה, אחי דמעתה מעינה, הווה יטיב בעיגרה, יפחית עיגרה מיטוטי ונח נפשי. מספרים על רב רחומי, שהיה שכיח, כלומר מצוי, אצל רבו רבא בעיר מחוזה שבבבל, במשך כל השנה, ולומד שם תורה. ופעם בשנה, כשהיה מגיע ערב יום הכיפורים, היה רגיל רב רחומה לחדול מלימודו, ולחזור הביתה אל אשתו. יום אחד הגיע ערב יום הכיפורים, ורב רחום שקע בלימודו עד כדי כך שבמקום לחזור הביתה הוא עולה אל גג בית המדרש ושוקע בלימוד. ואשתו יושבת בבית ומחכה לו ואומרת הנה הוא בא, הנה הוא בא, והוא לא בא. ודעתה נחלשת ודמעה מתחילה ליפול מעיניה. ובאותו זמן נופל הגג עליו יושב רב רחומי, והוא מת. וזה הולך ככה, הבלדה על רב רחומי ואשתו. Thank you. 
שדה אתה. אחי דמתה מעינה, הווייתי באיגרא. אחי תגרא מתותה, חלש דעתה. אחי דמתה מעינה, הווייתי באיגרא. אחי תגרא מתותה, That is just very cool. What can I say? The ballad of Rav Rehumeh and his wife as we head towards Election Day in Israel. We focused on, unfortunately, a lot of the negativity that surrounds elections in Israel. So I'd like to end the show by pulling out a little bit and having a historic perspective on how special Election Day in Israel is for us, the Jewish people. And I do so by quoting the diary of Rav Moshe Yekutiel Alpert, who was a Haredi leader of the Yishuv Hayashan. You're talking about not necessarily people who would be associated with Zionism. From the 1920s to the 1950s, he was a Ram, he was a Rebbe at the famous Eitz Chaim Yeshiva in Yerushalayim. And on the first election day ever in the state of Israel, Chaf Dalet Tevet Tashin Tet, January the 25th, 1949, the entry in his diary reads as follows. We woke up extra early. Lavashnu big day Shabbat, we dressed in our finest Shabbat clothes. Why? Lichvor hayom hagadol vehakadosh hazeh, in honor of this great and holy day. That's what he called election day. Achrayal paim shnot galuto yoteri explains that the day is so great because this is the first time ever. Misheshit yimei bereshit vadayom hazeh, since the creation of the world till today. Lo zachinu liyom kazeh. That the Jewish people are privileged to have the ability to vote in an independent Jewish state. Then he writes how he walked to the voting booth. My joy knew no bounds. The awe and excitement of the holy moment was so great that he found his hands were trembling as he approached the ballot box. In that very first election, all the religious parties came together and ran as a united front. And he describes how he took the little note with the letter bet on it, which represented the Yichud Hadati, Vihigia Harega Hachi he describes the moment 
when he's about to put the envelope into the ballot box, as the holiest moment of my life, the holiest moment of my life that my parents and grandparents were never privileged to see. Rakani, bismani, bechayai, zachiti lerega kedusha Yet I, in my lifetime, have been privileged to experience this holy and pure moment. Ashrei li, how blessed am I? And listen to this. Be'yachti birkat shechiyanu. He made the bracha shechiyanu v'kimanu v'gyanu l'azman hazeh v'samti et ha'ma'atafa l'toch tevat ha'kalpi and I put the envelope into the ballot box. These are the words, this is the diary entry of Harav Moshe Yikutiel Alpert, a Haredi leader of the Yishuv Hayashan in Yerushalayim describing his emotions on the first election day, Chaf Dalet Tevet Tafshintet, January 25th, 1949. And let's remember, with all the dirty politics, with all the hatred, and with everything that surrounds the issues and problems that we face, at the end of the day, we too live in this blessed generation. We are so lucky. I don't know why we merited it, but we are here. We are living we are living the script that was written by the Nevi'im of the return of the Jewish people to the land of Israel. And what a schut it is for the Jewish people who live there, that they can elect their own representatives and their government. Let's not forget it. We're going to end off with another of Shlomo Kalbach cover, Simcha Artsecha, V'sason Le'irecha, Utzmichat Karen Le'david Avdecha, V'arichat Ner appropriate for this day. We'll do that right after we say thank you for listening. Thank you for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network and my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, stay tuned for uh, two shows that we are going to be uh, presenting an encore presentation of Eternal Flame with Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, followed by Headlines with David Lichtenstein, and then the great Monday Music Marathon. Hopefully you'll be with us tomorrow at 10 p.m. Israel time, 4 p.m. Eastern time for election coverage. Nachum Siegel and myself and some guests. And uh, I will be at Jamin the AM tomorrow morning and Thursday morning for the marathon. Please do donate um, generously to Jamin the AM, our flagship, this the show that keeps us anchored and keeps us going. We appreciate it very much. Until next Monday following JM in the AM, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. Oh, the sun, the sun,